Welcome to the First Church Orlando podcast. Here you will find recordings of weekly sermons, devotions, interviews, and seminar recordings from the First United Methodist Church of Orlando. For more information about First Church Orlando, please visit our website at firstchurchorlando.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Now, enjoy the podcast. Welcome to today's podcast. My name is Eric Lindborg, and I'm an active member of the church, and I also serve on the First Church Orlando's Media and Communications Committee. Recently, Savannah Rogers joined the First Church Orlando ministry staff as our new director of youth ministry. Today, I'm joined by Savannah, and I'm excited to have the opportunity to spend some time today getting to know her and learning much more about her plan she has for First Church Orlando's youth ministry. Savannah, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It is great to be with you. Well, well let's jump right in. Um, tell us a little bit more about you and where you're from, maybe your personal life, what motivates you in life, and sort of how you found your way into ministry. Yeah, um, I was born and raised in Florida. I grew up in Brooksville, Florida, which is a small town about 40 minutes north of Tampa. Um, And so I was born and raised in the United Methodist Church, grew up going to Sunday school and youth group and all of that. Um, And about when I was in high school, I really felt God's presence in my life and a distinct calling towards ministry, um, which I thought at the time was a little wild um, because I was like, I think you have the wrong person, God. Maybe you're calling someone else. Um, but nonetheless, God called me and I took that calling, um, and I just listened. And so I went to Florida Southern college over in Lakeland. I studied religion with a concentration of youth ministry. Um, and I just felt my heart and calling for ministry towards, um, youth and the young people to kind of give back the experiences I very much enjoyed while I was in youth group, um, And to kind of um, continue on that legacy through my ministry. Um, And so I graduated from Florida Southern. I worked in St. Pete for a little bit. And just recently, I was working in Auburndale, Florida, doing youth ministry. And then I found myself here at First Church Orlando. Wow. A couple things. First, I, you know, I've, I've, I don't know that I recall speaking to someone in ministry that felt the calling as early as you did, which is in high school, which is really, uh, and, and we're able to discern it, which is awesome to hear because what it tells me is that, um, and you mentioned it, you're going to be pouring into the youth the same way that you were poured into when you were younger. Was there particular people or experiences um, in youth group at that time that that sort of you know, led you to that, to be able to hear and discern that calling? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was always pretty active in church. Um, my mom made sure we, me and my brother both went to youth group or Sunday school or whatever was going on um, and always kept us in church on Sunday mornings. Um, and through that, even though at first as a teenager, I might've been like, 
this really isn't my thing. I don't really know. Like, yes, I believe in God, but this isn't, this isn't going to be my everything, which I always think that's kind of funny when we speak in definitives. Um, God laughs a little bit with us, (laughs) but, um, I remember I was about a sophomore or junior in high school and my youth group was gearing up to go on a mission trip. And I'd never been on a mission trip ever before in my life. And I was kind of working through my faith, kind of figuring out, I knew all of the things from my upbringing in Sunday school, but faith really wasn't real for me in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew about Jesus. I knew God cared about me, um, but it just had never clicked for me like fully. And so my mom really wanted me to go on this mission trip. Um, And my youth director, I remember I was sitting in her office talking with her um, because I could tell for some reason faith really clicked for her. And she just had a joy um, and a charisma and an energy that like was so enticing. I just wanted that. And like, I could tell that her faith was what that was. And so I was sitting in her office talking with her about it. And she's like, I think you should really go on this trip with us. And so I went and I remember going and throughout that trip, I just felt like God was slowly working on me and saying, Savannah, like it's time to just let go about what your, your holdups are and just take the step. Um, And in those moments and throughout the rest of like my time in youth group, it was just taking those steps and having adults in my life who saw gifts in me that I didn't necessarily see at the time and just nurtured them. They gave me places to lead in not only youth group, but in church Um, and just really encouraged me whenever I had questions or needed to talk things over um, and just were really open and honest with me and encouraging Um, and just gave me the opportunities to wrestle a little bit with faith, with my calling, as well as with life, um, and just loves me throughout the entire experience of it. I love that. I love that. Um, and and you, you, you said you observed her joy, charisma, and energy and wanted to, to have that. And, uh, I so exactly know what you mean. Sometimes you can just sense the Holy Spirit, um, through people and in in such a meaningful and caring way that is awesome i also like the fact that you you talked about wrestling with your faith and i you know at all stages of of certainly my christian journey i've had those moments um and i think you know i think the last couple of years um a lot of people have been wrestling with their faith so i i just i love the fact that you uh that you said that because I think that that is such an important aspect of what you can pour into the children at first church or to the kids at first church, because they've got a lot of questions too. And uh, I love that you'll be a safe place for them to ask those questions. Yeah, absolutely. No, I had um, a professor at Southern tell me once, um, oftentimes we're scared to ask questions of the Bible or of God, because we think that might be showing doubt Um, And that's kind of seen as a not good thing, but like you can ask those questions because the Bible and God will still hold up. It's held up for X many years and it will continue to hold up. So ask those questions, wrestle with your faith. Um, There's stories in the Bible about people wrestling with their faith and still God chose them to do amazing things. 
I love that. And, and, you know, this is about you, so I'll get back on topic. But one of the things I love about First Church is it's a safe place to ask any questions, whether it's an interfaith question, whether it's something about theology or whatever it might be. We, we've got a culture of acceptance, and um, but also one where, you know, we ask a lot of questions, which is which is awesome. So let me get us back to where, where, where we're here. So First Church Orlando, in, a, in addition to being an intellectual church, we're also uh, a church on mission to seek, love, and serve. Um, how do you see um, our youth ministry aligning with that mission? I see that in multitudes of ways. Um, obviously, loving our students um, is a big deal for our youth ministry, whether it's um, volunteers, parents, um, their students, like making sure they feel that love for one another, as well as that love for God. Um, but seeking out their faith and seeking out that relationship um, in youth ministry is often a time when students go through confirmation. Um, it's a time where they can develop their faith deeper, make that commitment for themselves if they were baptized at a younger age and either their parents or their guardians made that commitment for them, um, as well as serving. We are constantly looking at multiple projects to do throughout the year, as well as summer mission trips. Um, and we're currently gearing up for that um, and looking forward to those opportunities um, to serve not only in the summer, but throughout the whole year. That's awesome. By the way, we had our uh, day of service Saturday and speaking of joy, charisma, and energy, I was observing you and some of the youth, and it was just really fun to see that that energy. And uh, that was a, a short service opportunity, but it's a glimpse of of more to come, I'm, I'm sure. So... Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, we, we, we are called to, to, to serve, but we're also called to uh, grow the kingdom of God, right. And, and, and grow our church. Mm -hmm. And um, I know from my own experience, you know, raising two daughters um, that the, the church where I would attend the youth program was really important because obviously you want a safe place for your children, but also a place where they're going to, to be invested in, and they're going to learn and grow as, as young Christians. So, um, with that in mind, a um, couple things. One, what should parents expect, you know, as their youth um, get involved in programs? And do you see um, the youth ministry as an opportunity for First Church to grow its presence in our community and in the kingdom? Um, I think for the first question, um, an easy thing parents should expect is a culture where their student feels loved, seen, heard, and valued. Um, that that is a place where their student can be themselves, can wrestle with questions, um, and can still be loved through all life's ups and downs, um, where we will celebrate with your student with the victories, as well as, you know, help pick your student up when we stumble, because um, we all do. Um, and so first and foremost, that will be, our youth will be a place where students will feel that. Um, as well as where they will learn more in their faith um, and develop as they do going into adulthood. Um, I always see my job as a youth director to help prepare students for what comes next after high school, whether that is college and maybe going to a Wesley um, in college, or that you're staying around and you're working and you're entering the job force and 
being able to, whether you're staying local in Orlando or moving across the country, go into a church and know that you are still welcome there um, and that you have a place still there, even though it's not youth group anymore, now you're in adult ministries. Um, and so providing that gap as students grow into um, middle and high school and out of that and go into the world that there's still a place for them in the church and that they know that and that they feel empowered by that. Um, I always say youth ministry is not the church of the future, it's the church of now, like young people are the church right now. Um, and we really need to focus on that and recognize that um, because if we don't focus on our youth and children now, they won't be here tomorrow um, because they won't know what to do when they do get older. Um, uh, as, as well as, what was your second question? I, oh, well, you, you just, I was, the comment I was getting ready to make was, wow, what an incredible response to that question. <laughs> no, you, you covered everything. And, and um, where you started, I just want to repeat it because it was so great to hear a place where students are heard, loved, and valued. And my goodness, there is not a lot of spaces like that, unfortunately, right now in places like that. So, um, yeah, amen, amen. That's awesome. Yeah. So First Church is uh, is unique, as every church is, and, and I know you've served at at least two other churches, and um, so you've been around for a little while and observed things like our facilities and the group and you know, just things about our church. So as you've sort of taken that in, do you see any specific opportunities that may be unique to First Church, things that excite you about maybe what may be possible with youth at our church? Oh. Absolutely. Um, I think us being downtown is very exciting um, for all the unique opportunities that location alone offers us, um, as well as the service mindedness of the church as a whole is just very incredible to see. And like you mentioned earlier, this past Saturday with our day of service, um, not just the youth participation, but the families as wholes and all the intergenerational um, participation was just truly um, amazing to see. And that just excites me um, because that really is what church is supposed to be. It's not, you know, the men's group gets together one day and the women's group gets together and then the youth are there for a time and then the children, but like all of us working collaboratively together. Um, I think that was just so amazing and so beautiful and has so much potential. Um, as we move and grow into the future. It's amazing, Savannah. My, my next question literally was, you know, one of the things I love about our church is the multi-generational aspect of it. And uh, you went right there. And uh, it's, <laughs> it, it, it truly is one of the great, great things about our church. Because, and we saw it Saturday, right? You've got at least three, sometimes maybe even four generations there in the room together, serving together. Um, and as Cam said, you know, building the kingdom of God. So let's drill into that a little bit, you know, with, in addition to serving together and sort of enjoying each other's company, what, what do you see about the multi-generational aspect that may really help some of our kids um, in the youth group? I always think, um, I mean, especially older adults, senior adults, um, they provide such wisdom 
but um I'm on the younger side I've lived some life I've experienced some things but I I just don't have the depth of wisdom that someone who has lived 60 70 80 years old um would have and they provide such a depth of wisdom as well as a longevity um and faith oftentimes Mm. of you know, it's really easy to have your faith for a couple of years, but when you've been having your faith and living your faith walk for 70 plus years, like, wow, you know, you've definitely seen some ups, some downs, some all around. Um, and so they just bring an aspect to that and a, a thoughtfulness um, to ministry that is sometimes I think missed um, just because, you know, we don't often don't see um, senior adults with young people. Um, and I also think the young people bring something to senior adults with some energy, um, some new ideas, some differences um, that is very much needed. Like, I think all of us together um, are needed to be the church fully, right? Mm, we yes. all bring something to the table. Um, and it may be different. And sometimes it may be a little bit uncomfortable because that's not how we're used to doing things. But it's so beautiful when we do it together. Uh, so well said. Well, first of all, you do have depth of wisdom because you recognize that there's more wisdom <laughs> from those who have lived yeah. longer. So nice job of self-reflection. Um, but the, your comments around the longevity of faith, we talk about our faith journeys, but you're so right. You, you think about you know the, the ups and downs and the challenges and the struggles and the wrestling and and yet here we are with some of our um our elder members that are still just as on fire for god as they probably were you know when they first had a mountaintop experience on a mission trip at some point um so it's uh you're right it's 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 so encouraging for all of us but i think especially kids and boy you're right the 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 energy that, that the youth can bring you know to our elder members is 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 also fantastic so I um so one of my greatest memories growing up in youth group was just I'll just call it some of the wacky stuff we did all kinds of you know pie pie in the face stuff and you know pranks and skits mm-hmm. and just were allowed to be goofy but in a safe and fun way and and as I look back on that um, you know that was really foundational for me because the youth minister was telling me hey it's okay to be you. Uh, it's okay to have fun. Christianity can be fun and cool. Uh, serving can be fun and cool. So I, I just always loved that it was a safe place just to kind of go and have fun and be goofy with each other. So is is, is there any of that incorporated into your style? Are there any fun or goofy things that, that uh, and you don't have to reveal any secrets, but um, anything that maybe the kids may have to look forward to? Yeah, um, I I would not say I'm like a serious person to be frank with you. Um, <laughs> there's always lots of goofiness and silliness and things going on. Um, all of it intentional. Um, we're currently looking and working on our um, 2022 plans. I know that sounds strange to me saying, um, but it's right around the corner. Um, and so we're looking at all kinds of um, different retreats or lock-ins or Um, different games we can be playing together Um, and so we're kind of building that up together but I love how you're talking about some of your 
favorite memories are those silly things that you do in yeah. youth group um, that yeah. sometimes seem like so minuscule, but build such an importance. Um, I've always said, I think sometimes some of the most sacred moments on any trip are like those van rides you take to and from a place. Yes. Yes. Because there's so much energy. You have so many great conversations. I've had so many great conversations with students as I'm like driving through the middle of nowhere at 9 p.m. trying to get us to our next destination. And students are just asking me questions they've always wanted to ask. Um, you know, but they were a little worried to ask because, you know, they yeah. might have gotten made fun of or anything like that. And so, like, those moments of, like, unintentional or unplanned yeah. moments, I think, are the most beautiful ones and the most memorable ones. Oh, so well said. And it's so true. And it comes back to just having a safe place and a safe in an environment where, you know, kids feel free to express themselves and don't feel like they're going to be judged. And you're right. You can't always do that, you know, in a classroom <laughs> or even on a service right. project. But when you're, like you said, driving through the night and doing you know, long journeys and or doing projects together, um, God creates those opportunities for us. That's awesome. So speaking of joy and fun, uh, by the way, I think you, you, you have a awesome job because it's, it's, it's always fun when I'm around youth, but with that, so what brings you the most joy and gratification about your job working with kids? Um, I think what brings me the most joy and gratification is sometimes when you just see things click, it might not be like an audible response because um, sometimes students can't articulate those things, mm. but like, Slowly over time, you just see students grow um, and you can see changes from when they started maybe in middle school to even high school. Um, and then by the time when they're seniors, like I think back all the time and I'm like, oh my goodness, they weren't babies, right? Because sixth graders aren't babies, yeah. but they're so different when they're in sixth grade versus when they're about to graduate 12th grade. So true. And it's such a crazy seven years. Because um, you see so much growth and you see so much um, just like changes. And I think that's really what brings me joy. Sometimes, you know, you have to work through the middle school years a little bit harder, give a yeah. little extra love during those rougher years. Um, and every year the high schoolers are like, come on, the middle schoolers. And I'm just like, you were that kid a couple years yes. ago. Like, you know, like we all had to do an extra little bit of love and all of that and you know here we are in high school and then when they graduate from high school and they move on to college or after high school life whether that's working and just seeing the transformation I think is honestly the biggest joy in my life um, and it's such a great way to see it and you can clearly see it as they go from like sixth grade to twelfth grade um, and it's just wild transformation is is the perfect word word for that and and i you know again i think we all had a different experience from middle school but i can tell you for me it, <laughs> i i had no idea who i was what i was what i was supposed to be whether i was cool or not clearly i wasn't um but 
<laughs> during during this during those times and those formative years my gosh you just need like you said earlier you need to be heard loved and valued and um i also heard your comments around you know encouraging the high school students to to be involved with the middle school students and help them you know through it um but yeah transformation um is a big deal so i you know what that means though, Savannah? That means you gotta stick around for a while. You gotta see this through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. So for us to get you to stick around for a while, you're gonna need some help. So uh, I, I'm sure there's probably gonna be some parents of youth and others uh, listening to this who may want to help you out. So um, can you think of any areas where you could use some volunteer support in the future, just some ideas for, for parents and members to be thinking about? Yeah, um, I always love different ways for um, whether it's parents, um, members, um, anyone who wants to volunteer to plug in. I always have a couple different ways um, right off the bat. If you're like, I am jazzed about youth, I really like and just jazzed about what you're saying. I want to get involved. We need Sunday evening volunteers to work right. with the students on a week to week basis. Um, we have some amazing volunteers already, um, and we can always use more. Um, this isn't a, well, we have some, so we're good. Like, we can yeah. always use more. Um, as well as, um, if you're like, that might be a little much for me. Um, coming up, we have confirmation. If you are someone who's like, I love the church, um, not just the Methodist church, but First Church Orlando, mm. I am all about it. Um, we need confirmation mentors. We're going to have hopefully a bigger class this year since we didn't have a class this past year for 2021. Um, so we'll have um, eighth and ninth graders this year going through confirmation. So we'll need mentors who can talk about their experiences and not only their faith life, but their experiences with church um, mm. to be with our students. Another way is um, trips, right? Coming on a mission trip with us, going to summer camp with us, um, going on a weekend retreat. Those are ways to plug in, um, to get to know our students, to serve alongside our students, um, as well as if you're like, okay, these sound very intense and like a lot of commitment. I hear you as well. Um, it could be entry level, such as leaving snacks, donations of snacks for when we meet on Sunday evenings. We oftentimes feed the kids either snacks or a dinner. Um, and so you're like, well, I can't volunteer every week. I can't even really volunteer every other week, but I can bring dinner once a month or once every quarter, right? Um, there's multiple ways um, in the coming year that people can get plugged in, can volunteer, can be a part of youth. Um, I'm a big believer in everyone can be a part of the youth ministry in some way, shape, or form. We just got to find the best way that works for all of us. Um, wow. You are, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say, what an amazing answer. You are a pro. You covered uh, the full engagement right down to the light duty volunteer and everything in between. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Well done. Hey, I did confirmation. I'm, I'm especially interested in because unfortunately, like you said, the last class uh, wasn't able to, to do that. Um, 
uh, listeners may not know it's we're, we're it's November third today, and that's coming up. So if people are interested, what what is the general time frame for that? They wanted to get so, more information. Um, yeah, confirmation. We are kicking off starting January 9th. It will meet from five to six p.m., which is the hour before our normal youth group mm-hmm. is held. Um, It'll meet on a weekly basis for 11 weeks. Um, we do have a confirmation retreat that will be at Warren Willis Camp on March 4th through the 6th. Um, and so, and then confirmation Sunday is supposed to be March 27th, um, if I'm thinking about that right off the top of my head. Oh. Um, and so it'll be 11 weeks. Um, the students will be learning a lot about not only their own faith, but the church as well. Um, It's one of my favorite things to do throughout the entire year is teach confirmation um, because it's a lot of knowledge, but it's also a lot of beautiful history and tradition and all of the great things that summarize who we are as a church and why we are the way we are as a church. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... It is a great time. Signups are currently live if you have an eighth or ninth grade student. Um, and if you have any questions, for sure, please talk to me about it because I would love to talk to you about it. Um, and so, yeah, we're getting up, geared up for that. Um, and we're going to kick that off at the beginning of the new year. Perfect. Perfect. Lots of lots and lots of opportunity. And this, these are life changing opportunities. Thanks for thanks for talk taking us through that so if if anyone does want to get in touch with you either to uh with a question or maybe to ask about volunteering what's the best way for them to get in touch with you they can email me my email is savannah at first church church orlando.org um that's an easy way um to get a hold of me um and probably the easiest way because then i'll see it in writing um and then we can go from there, set up a meeting, have coffee, talk about youth ministry. I feel like I could talk about youth ministry forever. Um, so yeah. Awesome. Let's I think you I, I think you could talk about youth ministry forever because it's who you are and it's very authentic and it's <laughs> it's awesome to to feel that from you. Well, Savannah, you have been a, a pleasure. Thank you so much for uh spending all this time with us and, and helping us to better understand more about you and your background and also uh, the exciting future we have in front of us with our First Church Orlando Youth Program. So thank you for everything thank you're you doing. Thank you so much for having me. It yeah, thank my, you for having me. My pleasure. Thanks again. We hope you enjoyed the podcast and that you will listen again in the future. If you enjoyed today's message, we hope you'll subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform and share it with others on social media. For more information about First Church Orlando, please visit our website at firstchurchorlando.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If this podcast is a valuable resource to you, we invite you to give to this ministry by making a financial contribution at firstchurchorlando.org forward slash give. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. 
May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.